The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. We wouldn't know cause we're so happy inside. Some people row a boat or put on some skis. But we would rather sit on down and talk some movies. We're the Avid Endorsement. Come listen to our show. We're the Avid Endorsement. At home or on the go. We're the Avid Endorsement. What is happening? I'm Rob Lundquist. And I'm Bukes. And we are the Avid Endorsement. Hello, everyone. How are you today, bud? You know, I'm doing great. It was a gorgeous day up here in Minnesota. and uh, It was. I was outside for a couple minutes is all, and it was great. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> It was such a beautiful day, and I just was doing stuff around the house. But I had the windows open, and that's always nice. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Heck yeah, man. How are you today? I'm great. Yeah, we've the last two days, it was raining nonstop, so we were, getting, we were getting ready to get out. So we spent a lot of time outside. Lovely. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what a little fresh air will do. We also all have a cold going on like i'm i'm finishing mine sure but everybody's just been feeling crummy so like we're on the mend the weather's nice yeah things are good <laughs> that's great yeah, yeah but i'm very excited i was doing things around the house because i'm gonna be gone all weekend uh because this will be the first time i will have seen my parents after they are fully vaccinated and i that's am awesome so stoked the whole like uh, my brother and sister and the crew are all getting together at my brother's house. So great, super pumped, and the rest of us have uh, one shot down now. So we're we're on the way, brother. Whoop whoop whoop. Yeah, man. Back so, to normal. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. At least some version of thereof. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm super pumped. That's awesome, man. What yeah. was the last movie you watched? Well, I kind of spoiled this because uh, I was so excited last night on Twitter. So you may have seen. What I tweeted, I saw it, but I saw uh, it. the 1994 absolute gem. I watched Speed last night. And yeah, you did. Let me tell you, man. I was, uh, you know, I was just kind of putzing around, and the wolves had started playing, and they just looked like poop. <sighs> Not in the beginning. Well, and that's then true. it all fell apart. But yeah, it started to it fall apart, and yeah. I was just like. I don't, I'm not into this tonight. I don't want to watch this. So yep. I turned over to HBO Max and brand new movie that was just added was Speed. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> like, I cannot remember the last time I saw that movie. Dude, me neither. And it holds up. It's great. It's really, really fun. Uh, and yeah, it just, it was so beautiful because there's so many nights. I think we all can commiserate about this where you're just like searching for something that you want to watch and you're like, I don't know, not that, not oh, that. Oh, for sure. This one, I was like, speed's here, done. Doing it. <laughs> I'm in, I was, I couldn't have been in the app for more than 15 seconds before I was like, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Dude, I loved that movie when I was younger and um, yeah. I actually saw it on a plane and it was, this was back in the day where you know, it's the one screen. Oh, in nice. The cabin. Yeah, like rows like, ahead of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget it because um, they couldn't they couldn't film. Well, I guess it's kind of given the ending away. But at uh, one point, a plane is on fire. 
Sure, sure. And so they oh. could not show that on the plane. So all like that whole <laughs> part of so the movie weird. was like, done. Yeah. Like if we show that, someone may know that planes are combustible. Is that what the like argument is? <laughs> I mean, you're on a don't plane. You probably idea. don't want to see a plane completely <laughs> yeah, I in guess. flames. I get it. It just seems funny. <laughs> it was that's so the one thing that it? I don't remember. I mean, it was 1994, so it was a yeah, long time ago, but. I always thought that was funny because I knew how it ended. That's hilarious. I'd seen yeah. it. Yeah. I can't believe you were on a plane when they still had the one video thing. Look at you. Oh, yeah. What a world traveler. Not me. The first time I was ever on a plane was with you. What? On the way to Amsterdam. Yeah. In college. That was the first plane ride? That was the first plane ride I ever did. And it was like nine hours because I can remember being yeah. like, well, I hope I don't hate this. Wow. And I didn't. It was fine. I, was, I had a great time. But I, yeah, I that was the it, first plane ride I ever went on. I think we were going to Florida for Disney World. Like I wasn't yeah. on a ton of planes yeah. when I was a kid. Totally, but totally. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I didn't know. We that. drove to Florida to Disney World because we're fools. fools. I did with school on a coach bus. And that's but that's when we did. It was a yeah. coach bus with school. But yeah, no, that was my first time. So it was. Uh, cool. I've made up for it since. I've been on a lot of planes. A lot then. of planes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anywho, what's the last movie you watched? I watched something uh, much newer than that. Promising Young Woman. Have you seen it oh, yet? Oh, I haven't. Tell me everything. Did you love it? Um, so I was so excited about it because sure. I'd seen a preview for it like two years ago. And it was one of those movies that just kept getting yeah, pushed back. Um, but I saw that the woman who plays Camilla Parker Bowles in The Crown, she wrote and directed it crazy uh, her name is emerald fennel and she's been nominated for best director best original screenplay and it's up for best picture um and yeah man really great performances uh carrie mulligan's great and Bo burnham's in it um there's a lot of really great actors in there nice and i'm i'm glad that i didn't look them up beforehand because like each time i'd see somebody i was like oh sweet it's like so a I'd, nice little treat <laughs> yeah i'd recommend sure. not like really deep diving before okay. you go in there um but it's pretty dark uh it's yeah. about a woman who had a traumatic experience in her past and she's determined to try and traumatize men who take advantage of women so i guess i'd call it like a dark comedic thriller probably okay okay um but i really liked it that's cool yeah it was fun boy that the the gal camilla what would you say her name was Ca oh no. well camilla parker bowles is yes is the real name yeah or like the character I, name yeah i got you yeah yeah. yeah yeah i feel her like i've seen Emerald her Fennel. in a bunch of stuff just lately like good yeah. for her she's killing yeah, it yeah. right now that's awesome yes very cool well i'm excited to check that out for sure yeah and that one i had to rent so it was like five bucks on something perfect perfect yeah. that sounds fun uh what are you streaming uh, I just recently have watched a couple seasons of Survivor. Very odd. Uh, you know me. I like, I'm like. i a background show guy. Uh, yeah, had you seen them? Little Noise. I hadn't. No. I never. I watched like the first few years of Survivor. You know, it was like the thing back in the day. Yeah. Um, with this one, I kind of just started. They have like all of them on uh, Hulu. So I didn't start from one, but I started somewhere in the middle and it's been fun it's a pretty compelling show to, aren't there honestly. like 30 seasons or something yeah there's crazy? a lot i'm not gonna watch them all don't get me yeah. wrong but yeah. uh well i hope we'll see 
but uh yeah they work great for background stuff when i'm surfing the the interwebs or you know playing a little uke or whatever uh mostly i found i really like just watching them starve and eating dinner while i do it it's really something yeah, it's really... <laughs> I'm eating dinner. You, you got to be so you idiots. <laughs> That's terrible. You know who's seen every episode is our buddy Tim Faust. I know. I actually have been meaning to. I told. Oh, I was talking to Chance the other day, and I told him I'd been watching it for no explicable reason. And he was like, "Well, I don't know why you haven't told Tim that already." And I was like, "You're right. I need to let him know." <laughs> yep. Yeah, I haven't seen an episode. I don't think they're fun. It's, yeah. it's you know i like the challenge which is basically the same sort of concept yep. so you know yep. for me it's it's right in that trashy wheelhouse of deliciousness sure <laughs> nice yeah but how about you what have you been streaming kels and i uh felt like getting our laugh on and we watched nate bargazzi's new special the greatest oh. average american it's okay called. so how was it tell me it's everything. on netflix um so i had seen his other one the tennessee kid yeah uh and we watched it on the tour bus probably 20 times because tim was like you got to watch this each show like each person that it's would come so on. good too and it was great we laughed every single time we'd watch it um i love his delivery He's just kind of a normal guy. He's a yeah. dad, lives in Tennessee. But his observations, man, they just make me laugh so hard. <laughs> and um, this one was really funny. He uh, he filmed it during COVID, so it's outside. And I think it oh. might be at Universal Studios, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Wherever it is, there were a lot of helicopters that were going around. So that became a big part of Beautiful. the show. Love it. Um but yeah, I, I don't think that I laughed as much as I did during the Tennessee Kid, um, but he got me going a few times. And I heard there's a lot of stuff about marriage in it. Is that accurate? There's some, or yeah. Some, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he had some of that in the other one, too. That's but true. Yeah, you're right. I would, yeah, I'm going to watch all of his specials. I, I really enjoy him as a comedian. It was Heck fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. And it's like yeah, an hour on the dot. Like, Oh, that's beautiful. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have him. any good good meals or meals of the soul? Yeah, dude. So I made some great food yesterday. Uh, I really went all out. I went to uh, an Indian market nearby and I picked up some spices and I made a homemade chicken tikka masala. It was awesome. Wow. It was awesome and not that hard to make, to be That's honest cool. with you. So I think this is going to make it in the regular rotation. Um, and served it over, you know, we love the, the cauliflower rice. So I served it over a bit of that and, uh, Very cool. felt mostly guilt-free cause there's a, a fair bit of uh, heavy cream in there. So, oh yeah, <laughs> had to watch it just a little, you know? Oh <laughs> man. I, I never feel bad about heavy cream. Oh dude. It's so good. Heavy Big cream. Fan. That'd be a good rapper name for me if yeah, I ever got into the game. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but like yeah, that. man, chicken tikka masala, really good and pretty accessible to make at home. So try it out sometime it's fun cool man yeah how about you meals or meals of the soul i got a meal of the soul all um, right i read sing unburied sing by jesmyn ward Ooh! it won the uh, national book award for fiction in 2017 love it um she is the first woman to win the award twice and the first person of color to win it twice as well good for her that's great yeah i read the other book of hers that won it it was called Salvage the Bones. I think I like this one more. Okay, that's cool. Uh, there are some similarities between the two. She writes about poor black families that live in like rural areas. Those oh, okay. are the main similarities. Sure. But 
It's told from the perspective from a mother and son for the most part. Um, pretty tough stuff. The mother's addicted to drugs. They're, they, a lot of the book is dealing with their drive to like go across the state to pick up their, uh, the kid's dad. Oh, okay. Um, that is been in prison for the last few years. So Jeez, kind of intense. Like a romp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of intense, but, um, she gets a little like supernatural in there, which she Ooh. didn't at all in the previous book that I had read. Um, and it, it added a pretty cool element. There's, uh, some pretty great themes and it's really beautifully written. So that's cool, man. I would, I would recommend, and I wouldn't be surprised if we would see that turned into a movie. Like it, I think it could oh, work yeah. pretty well. That vibe would translate pretty well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Sing nice, unburied sing. Very cool. Make sure yeah. to check that out. Uh, well, what do you think, buddy? Should we do a few plug arenas? Let's plug it up, dude. Nice. You guys can visit us as always over on the Twitter <laughs> machine where we're at Abbott Endorsement with a Z. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash the Abbott Endorsement. Also, we're on Instagram at the Abbott Endorsement as well. Uh, you can also go to www.theabbottendorsement.com where you guys will find links to our merchandise and past episodes. Just all kinds of fun stuff over yeah. there really fun uh but if you really want to be part of the crew and hang out really shoot back and forth with us the spot to go is patreon.com slash the avid endorsement it is so much fun over there you guys we just have so much fun with our patrons everybody's like whoa this is so much fun we're like we know um so much fun so much fun one of the perks that our patrons get is a shout out on the podcast let's give it up for Efren Diaz, Liz McDaniel, Marsha Greziak, Mary Fox, Nanette Wackley, Ruth Kood, and Johan Brosted. We love you guys. You're wonderful. Couldn't do it without you. Yeah, for sure. Another perk that our patrons are like, wow, you guys are so cool. You do all this? Or like, yeah. <laughs> One of them is um, our extended version of the podcast we call Podcast and Chill. Every single episode, we do a top five draft. For this one, we're mm-hmm, going to do our mm-hmm. top five favorite boating scenes in a yeah. movie. Yeah. I had a little bit of a tough time with this one, but we got there. You know, I felt like just thinking about boating scenes, I would have had a hard time. But there are so many movies where like the entire thing is on yeah, water. That's so true. I felt like it was, if you had to go that route, it wouldn't have been too difficult. Totally. And mostly I just think there's a bunch that I didn't remember or something. You know what I mean? Sure. Where I'm going to be like, oh! Of course. So I thought of some fun ones though. We'll have a good time. It'll be nice. great. Uh, coming attractions. Next movie up is going to be another classic. Uh, we're going to go back in the day to Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. So when did that come out? That must have came out in... That was 96, I think. 96, wow. So 25 years. Dang, we are old. Isn't Holy that great? Cow. That's great. Yeah. I'm so excited. I have not seen it for a long time. That one will be just a treat, so make sure to stick around for that. Uh, but today we're here to talk about another great oldie but a goodie. We're here to talk about What About Bob? Yes. And, uh, so we had to get our, our two most deranged friends that we could think of back with us. Uh, so we got Nate Rhodes-Stone and Jeffrey East. What's up, guys? What's up? How are Hi. you guys? Oh, were you so saying good. hello? Yes, yeah. Nate. Come on. We said it. We You've went through done the it a few times. We just had you on a couple weeks ago. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is all brand new to me. <laughs> well, that voice you guys just heard was Nate Stone. What's up, pal? Hello. So great to have you back, man. 
It is good to be back. I'm very excited about this movie and to talk about all of the things. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Uh, you have a new uh, project you want to uh, plug as well, right? Yeah. The Dumpster I'm, Fire. I am going to plug The Dumpster Fire. We uh, it we started this probably four or five years ago uh, when I first moved to Nashville. And just, my, it's my buddy in, uh, that lives in Minnesota. We were kind of a writing duo. Yeah. And we weren't in a place, and also technology wasn't in a place to really do the long distance thing at that point so um we did what we could but we never really got legs under it but this last sure. year with zoom and the pandemic we have been writing every single tuesday morning and cool. we're going to start recording look at you Boom. so that is a thing so you can follow us it's uh the dumpster fire uh it's an abbreviated dumpster fire. How do I explain this, guys? Help me. Out. Well, I'll put it in the notes. Yeah, for we'll sure. put it in the notes. It is a tough one. I don't it's want like you to underscore F R E and you know yeah. all that stuff. It, it's it cool weird. to do yeah. really complicated handles. It yeah, goes over pretty good. well. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Back five <laughs> years ago when we started this, all the simple handles were taken. Sure. <laughs> sure. And but there were no real bands that were this and we kind of assumed that it was like hey it's just us getting together just throwing stuff at the wall so love it we thought i it just want to throw this out the simple handles would be a good band name too for anyone's Ooh, next project that's, that's a pretty good one it's a pretty good you one just gave, hey jeffrey you want to start a band <laughs> yeah i'm actually going to plug a new band called uh, the simple handles <laughs> i've already registered it while we were talking all right <laughs> fantastic uh, yeah, so make sure you guys support the dumpster fire when all that news starts to come out. Uh, it is pandemic music for the post-pandemic world, so check it out. It's gonna be yeah. great, guys. It's gonna be really fun. And the other voice we've heard is Jeffrey East back on the podcast. What's up, pal? Hey, life is great. How are y'all? Man, so good. Even better now that you're here. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. How's life been? It's been good. I'm living in a partly sunny LA right now. Perfect. Clouds actually showed up today, so it felt like Nashville minus tornadoes. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. And that's a that's a good point. We wanted to bring that up. If at any point Nate disappears during this conversation, it is because he is in the midst of a tornado warning, and we're just gonna we're gonna move along real easy after that happens. So just uh, let's all agree to that right now. Um, he's we love you, promise Nate. The show must go on. Yes. Listen, I endorse that. You keep going on. Um, I will go borrow my neighbor's gun and shoot the tornado. That's a good oh, idea. That's, so, that's the right we'll, thing we'll, to do. That's what we're supposed to do in Tennessee. Right? Or is that Texas? I can't keep them straight. I think it's both. Yeah. Both? It's right. both. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. It's not a mutually exclusive ideology. I think you're good. Uh, but <laughs> Jeffrey, you got a bunch of cool stuff coming out really soon. Uh, the biggest thing uh, with a, a little band called Home Free, yeah. you guys are going to be re-releasing, I guess, but with a brand new music video, your song People on April 16th. Is that yes, right? Yes, that is right. And I am extremely excited about that. Um, me too. That that song has meant a lot to me for a very long time. <clears throat> and I always wanted to get it out there and to have it with Home Free. It just, it's a... I don't know. I'm just I'm just beside myself with that, and and that's kind of a launching point for the rest of my releases that I'll have coming up the rest of this year and onward um, under my artist name Jeffrey East. And then I forgot to mention also earlier when we were chit chatting that I uh, have another side project as well called Area 83, 
And oh, cool. That record is finished and it's not country and I freaking love it. It's just, oh, cool. It was just so much fun to make. Um, and it's my buddy Ben Didalo and I, and uh, he lives in Nashville now, but but we we did a lot of work on Zoom and and yeah, just been creating and writing like a fiend out here on Zoom. And, and I'm looking forward to that's great, dude, releasing what we've done so far. Dude, that's so it's so not awesome. country. What genre is it? I don't really know. It's it's oh, that's fun. It's heavily influenced uh, by my. Did I send you this? Well, Nate? I mean, there was that one song that you did for them, and it's probably my favorite song of the year. Oh, and I'm not joking when I say that. Like I'm dead serious. Quarantine. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That, yes, I did. Hands yeah. down, like Abby. And I fell in love with that song. So I highly like the the category or genre is just awesome. So um, just go with that. Awesome. I love it. it it's definitely got the Coldplay Radiohead influence. Um, but, you know, with a lot of really kind of in-depth writing and it's all space themed because my buddy Ben and I are just big old nerds. It almost, I love it. That's great, dude. It almost feels like a more chill version of Angels and Airwaves. Wow! In my you guys, in my humble opinion, yeah. Rob, we got so some creative fun. people on the pod this week. I week. love it. Shoot. I love it so Fantastic. much. And one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Jeffrey. Um, I saw you doing Emily Hampshire's podcast. Yes, I am such a huge Shit's Creek fan now that um, oh. I would have been freaking out about that. And in fact, I'm wearing a Rose Apothecary shirt. Oh, look right at you! Now. Um, <laughs> How you need to cool send me a picture that? of that's this. I'm going to screenshot this and I'm going to text it to her and be like, look, you got a fan out there. Dude, podcast, big right? time. How great was that show? And how did you get hooked up with that? Dude, I tell you, and, and, and it's hard for me to say this because we're all artists, you guys on a much larger scale, you know, and, and our livelihoods depend on our touring and stuff. But the pandemic for me is, has been in, in a lot of ways kind of a blessing. It's just opened up doors that I never would have imagined. Uh, Zoom has connected me with artists and other folks that I never would have encountered otherwise. And uh, I have a friend that lives in LA and he runs the, uh, the uh, oh, what's it called? It's like the, the Actors Fund, I think is what it's called. Okay. And they, they're kind of like a Grammy Music Cares thing. They help everybody across all entertainment, like ushers, songwriters, you know, everything, actors, of course. Um, but he called me, he's like, hey, so I'm doing a YouTube series with Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek, and we need a theme song like yesterday. Can you make that for us? I'm like, sure. Guys, I never made a theme song in my life. <laughs> so I said yes, and I whipped one together, and um, I got on a Zoom call with her. It was the first time we'd met, and this was back when I was living in Nashville. World's kind of shutting down, you know? Right. Um, and he loved it and we kind of tweaked it together and then it became the theme song for the YouTube series. And then, um, she kept getting a lot of great feedback on the theme song. So then I came on as a guest. Right. So cool. And I would come on to the front end and she would say, all right, Jeffrey, here's what you gotta do. You gotta watch the show from the digital backstage and then write a song about what took place on the show. So, so we got cool. to, we almost every time she had an episode, I was on there doing that. And then I'd finish with a song about the episode. And um, unbelievable. It's, it's just led to a, a, just a bizarre, it, it's just bizarre that I have a relationship with her, you know, but um, it's just leading to other opportunities. And, 
you know me, I'm an optimist anyway. Heck, when I was in Europe, you guys called me Elf. There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, I love, I love it. I love uh, it. Man, that was such a great meet cute with you in Europe. Oh, it was the uh, best. It was I just, amazing. I got I to hear about it secondhand, <laughs> and it was so cute, even from my vantage point. I was so happy about it. It was just like, it just like started. It was like, we just met this guy, and he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. And I just would hear it from individuals throughout. Uh, it was just, it was so great. I loved it oh, so much. I love that. Well, it <laughs> changed my life, and you guys know that, but that's a whole other episode. We'll, we'll talk about that. Well, that is fantastic. Wow, you guys are overachievers. So make sure to check out the dumpster <laughs> fire. Make sure to check out Area Eighty Three at Nate Rhodes Stone. I think is your handles generally. Uh, Nathan Rhodes at Nathan Rhodes. I knew yeah. that. Uh, and at Jeffrey East or at Jeffrey Joseph East on Instagram. So check it out, guys. These these guys are going to be world famous. They may even get interviewed on a a live nationally syndicated uh, show, just like our friend. Uh, the psychiatrist I can't think of his name right now this was gonna work Dr. Out so Leo good. Marvin Leo Marvin <laughs> dang it I almost right. landed it and then in my I house it's Dr. Marvin Dr. Marvin <laughs> yeah. there you go when yeah. you're here yeah. you call me uh, but yeah I'd say uh, let's get right into it guys and start talking about this super great movie yes Rob Do you want to hit guys. us with that rough synopsis alright I just have to show you this too um, oh. I have <laughs> I have a painting of Bill Murray sailing that is fantastic um, and I've oh, been wow. just wanting to show it on a zoom and, and here it is uh, sorry for all you audio listeners um, here we go I'm not Here's... sorry you can go to patreon.com slash the Evan endorsement and join the tier today thanks so much this guy <laughs> Dirty this dozen. guy i love this guy all right here's the plot synopsis before going on vacation self-involved psychiatrist dr leo marvin has the misfortune of taking on a new patient bob wiley bob who's full of phobias and very needy follows marvin to his family's country house dr marvin tries to get him to leave the trouble is Everyone loves Bob. As his oblivious patient makes himself at home, Dr. Marvin loses his professional composure and, before long, may be ready for the loony bin himself. Oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, Let's go over to Rotten Tomatoes and hear what they have to say. Critics have this movie coming in at a a nice rock-solid 84%, guys. Very fresh. Boom. Yeah. I'm a yeah. little surprised by this. Audience members only had it at 79. That's shocking. I Isn't don't that understand that. I don't, I, I never get it when like a goofy comedy, the critics like more than the, the fan base. I'll never understand that. It is very strange. Yeah. Although I feel like it gets weirder the older the movie is. I think we've talked about this before, but anyway, let's get right into a bad review first. This is <laughs> Janet Maslin from the New York Times. Uh, Janet says, somehow Mr. Dreyfus maintains his sound comic timing, even when Frank Oz's antic direction calls for hand-waving hysteria. Huh. Hmm. I don't really get that. Antic directing. I I didn't... I don't know. Yeah, well, like, how would she know that just from watching it, that it was the direction that made it? Well, I guess she thinks he wouldn't have made those choices, Maybe I don't know. I don't know. That is Maybe there's like an NC-17 version that she was hoping for. Oh, it could be. Oh, it could be that. That there sounds kind of fun. What, was it you guys that just posted about... Uh, yeah. Mrs. That, Delphire. Yeah, that's what made me think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the fire! Yeah. Yes. 
release that uh release it you yep. cowards you yeah. cowards <laughs> that's what it says now. uh all right well let's get a good review uh this is from our old friend uh dick shickle all right <laughs> from time magazine <laughs> richard shickle Richard it's a real Schickle, name. Yeah. Uh, we his name call is Richard Schickle. We call him Dick because we're pretty close like that. Uh, true story is I just saw his name and I was like, well, I don't care what he has to say. Uh, I have to include him every time I see him now. So yep. uh, be prepared. There's going to be a lot of Dick Schicks in our lives coming forward. All right. Uh, but Richard says... Murray, with his curious blend of pathos and aggressiveness, is terrific, and so is an acutely uptight Dreyfus, never once copping a plea for our sympathy. Oh. I liked that. that That's fun. nice. Yeah, the last time we uh, Dick Schickle had a negative one, so. It's true. It's this true. is nice. Um, I, I'll call him Richard now, after this one. I think wow. it just shows us that Dick Schickle is versatile, you know? He can go either way. He can do whatever he needs to do, you know? He goes with the podcast. wind. I'm sorry, but that is an unfortunate name. It is. <laughs> Who would name their kid Chickle? <laughs> what did What did Box say? Two people chose to give someone that name. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, let's get into our hot take, guys. What do you think? Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Mm, that's a hot take i will go first on this one i really 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 love this movie uh this is only the second time i've ever seen this movie in my entire life which is kind of crazy uh the first time was on a cruise ship in uh what year were you on the sing up rob 13 that was 13 so that was the year it was 2013 shut up No, it was 2013. I believe I was still in the Caribbean then. It was when I was working on ships, doing the singing stuff. And we had like a family movie night with all the entertainment crew. And it was so fun. We had a blast. My buddy could not believe we would quote movies back to each other, you know, back and forth all day. And he was like, you've never seen What About Bob? Like how? I don't even understand. And I get why he feels that way because I love this movie. I think it's one of the greatest comedies uh, that's around, definitely of that time frame. It's so funny. It's like the premise for it. I can totally see you why someone wanted to write this because it's so funny like have this super neurotic guy and this psychiatrist who is just world renowned and then what will happen is the guy will drive the psychiatrist so crazy that he'll be crazy and everyone will love the crazy guy it's perfect like the like dichotomy of that is wonderful uh yeah bill murray is just a champion in it i i just think it's one of the funnier movies i've ever seen it gets a little like off the rails towards the end more than I remember from the first time I watched it, but I was here for every little bit of it. I loved it. I think it's a great movie and I had a fantastic time. Hot take, super Thank hot you. take. Nicely done, buddy. Uh, so this is a Lundquist family favorite. Which we watched sense. What About Bob many, many, many times. Uh, that being said, I have not seen this for sure in 20 years. Um, wow. And this is the most fun I've had rewatching something in a very, very long time. Oh, that's great. I was loving every second of it. There are so many great quotes that will always make me think of my dad, especially when we <laughs> go through them. I'll just hear my dad saying it for sure. Um, as you said, Frank Oz, he directed this and he's done so many great comedies. So Like many. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Bowfinger, Death at a Funeral, just really funny movies. Yeah. And this is definitely one of them. 
Um, the performances are all awesome, especially the leads. Um, I noticed the score a lot in this. It added a lot yeah. to the film, um, yeah. especially yes. once Leo starts losing it and gets it like gets a little <laughs> more sinister. Absolutely. It's really fun. Um, and from, you know, a comedy from 1991, I felt like the pacing was great. Like many Agreed. comedies from that time can feel like it takes forever to get to the point. And I did not feel that way. In fact, I thought that they kind of forced the family into loving Bob a little too quickly. Sure. That's probably my hottest take on this whole thing. Um, (laughs) Like he comes around, he's quirky and fun. And Leo's daughter immediately offers him a ride and then goes like, come (laughs) sailing with me. Like after two seconds of meeting him. Well, to Um, be fair, it was the 90s. Sure. But the biggest thing... They let him sleep with their son. They're like, like yeah. that was like, what are we doing here, guys? It's a weird thing. That's sure. a weird thing. Um, yeah. Aside from all that, <laughs> I had such a good time. And this will have to come into the rotation way more than once every 20 years for me. Because it's, it's yeah. a really good time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, do you want to go next with your hot I, I'll, take? I'll go next. It's a, it's, it's a hot. It's kind of lukewarm because it's everything you guys said. So lukewarm <laughs> take. Sure. Um, sure. I just made that up. You can make a little soundboard button for that. Lukewarm take. Anyway, <laughs> there it is again for those of you that missed it the first time. Um, so yes, uh, this was a family favorite growing up too. There's a handful of movies: Vacation, Blazing Saddles, and What About Bob? Heck yeah. That for whatever reason, we just always quoted. Um, and I, I, when you guys sent out a, an email list about, hey, here's a list of movies. What do you guys dig? You know, as soon as I saw this one, I think I wrote back immediately and I'm like, yes, yeah. please, I love this one. But it was fun for me because I, I too haven't seen it in so long. But you, you know, those moments like when you have a movie from your childhood that you just loved and then you watch it when you get older and you're like, why did I like that movie? <laughs> why did sure. I think that was funny? What happened? I loved this movie. Um, more now than I did when I was a kid. A, yeah. because I understand it more. B, <laughs> sadly, I relate way too well with Bill Murray. <laughs> I really, really do. I'm just like, oh my God, this is me in all of 2020. I mean, not sure. touching doorknobs or anything. I'm just kind of like... 100%. But, um, I, I mean, and, and, and on a serious note, like I'm, I'm a huge, like, if I ever get a platform someday, it's going to be mental health because I'm a big believer in, you know, taking care of yourself and that too. And, and, but just the comedy of it, it, it aged so well. Um, yeah. And, and, and it is an extremely quotable, quotable movie. And we'll, we'll get into that too. But um, just on the whole, like, I don't have anything negative to say. It was such a joy to actually just sit and watch a movie for the sake of just watching a movie. Like, I haven't done that in a long time. Does that make sense? I mean, it, it's just... I it may, just, you're I talking to two guys that. who watch movies and talk about a podcast exactly. every week. So it's true. Like, it's true. It's probably well, it normal right for audience. other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an absolute treat to me to, to sit and just relive these moments. Because again, like you quoted, you know, you said your dad, like yeah. I hear my dad say some of these That's lines so, so much. Um, yeah. I have nothing but great things to say about this movie. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nate, what'd you think there? Pal? Well, wait, what were we talking about? Shush. <laughs> um, my hot take. Well, I will say this was one of those movies that I watched with my buddy Craig 
a lot on DVD. It was one of nice. like, one of the first ten DVDs I owned. <laughs> so um, aside from my parents, like seven DVD collection, but <laughs> um, my buddy Craig and I watch this a lot, and he would always. I haven't seen it in probably 10, 12 years now. Cause sure. occasionally back in the day, I would like throw it on, but it's been a while. So it was fun to revisit it because he would always like, if we ever met somebody named Bob, he would just be like, Hey, what about Bob? Like, and I remembered all that dumb stuff that we would quote from this movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> rewatching it. So it, it wasn't like a family thing for me, like the rest of you. So I feel a little left out, but um, it was like an underlier for me. It wasn't first tier, but oh my gosh, we quoted this movie so much just going back. And it's, it, I mean, we'll get into the Bill Murray being awesome, but oh my gosh, it brought back so many memories rewatching this and just, yeah going through the whole thing and i forget how fun this movie is it just it reminds me of my teens and kind of like jeffrey said honestly i relate to bob now <laughs> uh, especially with this last year it was intense and i find myself really disliking uh dreyfus in this movie which is the point yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. He's normally a more likable character, but yeah, it it was uh it was fun to go back and watch. So that's kind of my hot take. Hot nice. take. Nice that's job. Great. Which is Very not good. actually that hot. I feel like that was also lukewarm. <laughs> lukewarm okay. take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I will make that a thing before the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next time with a t shirt. Oh, <laughs> well that's Those great. Of you well... not on Zoom, you have no idea what I just did. So never mind. <laughs> They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Uh, well, let's talk about these great acting performances. We kind of already uh, mentioned it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but let's name the dude. The dude. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Uh, Nate, why don't you go first, pal? We'll go Nate, then Jeffrey, then Rob, then me. Boom. Uh I mean, Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's no there, wrong answer here for sure. <laughs> is that I? I'll be honest. Rewatching this, Bill Murray. I don't think I gave him enough credit when I was younger. Like, yeah. his performance totally. is phenomenal in this movie, and I just caught myself watching him and his little tight, like some of his little actions and his little quips and just the way he reacts to everything is so phenomenal mm -hmm. so. yeah i love it nice good pick yeah i uh, <laughs> yeah Same I, I mean I, I don't know what the rules are exactly i have to say bill murray it's it's just it, it, not because it's he's you know the lead character necessarily but because he was he was that good and i noticed the same thing and and there's a and we'll get the actual scenes i guess but like whenever he's in the outdoor shower you know yes. and like he's rubbing around and stuff like even the way he showers his hair just so perfectly so fading where it you know it's yeah. just like this just is like a normal dude 
that doesn't wear a cap like I do. You know, he's not hiding anything. <laughs> he's just, he is who he is. He's on screen, but everything was just so natural. And Nate, it's funny. I had the exact same thought. Like now I want to go back and watch like Patty Shack and all the yes. other Bill Murray movies that I haven't seen or hadn't seen since I was a little kid. Like I just, you know, Bill Murray has kind of become one of those iconic cultural guys now. I mean, like even totally. his his outline of his face, I think is like, isn't that like the chive.com or something? Right. Like I see yeah. I see his face on bumper stickers and I think that's almost cheapened what a phenomenal actor he really, really is. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just, I really enjoyed that, but it was, it was his little, his little facial expressions. Oh my and, gosh. And back to that shower thing, there's, there's one point where he just leans over the door <laughs> and he looks because Richard Dreyfuss is supposed to apologize to him. And he just looks at him and, and all oh, the viewers, you guys can't see this unless you're <laughs> on view but it's just it was just a really really wonderful expression i actually rewound it and watched it again i'm like <laughs> that's great he didn't say a word nope he just it's the everything perfect reaction face. yes it, it was it was reacting yeah reacting oh yeah i love it um, nice yeah no brainer bill murray is bob wiley for sure he's perfect um i love all the phobias and him being um, unstable i love that everybody falls in love with him and he's clueless to leo who's completely losing his mind because of him right um but yeah just the best delivery he's one of my favorite comedic actors ever he might be he might be the goat like he is it's he's way up there yeah yeah he's in the argument for sure for sure and yeah yeah and i mean i see groundhog day like once a year usually Same. but that's pretty much the only thing where i like really watch him a lot everything i see him in i love i just love him he's the best yeah um sidebar and not to derail but did you guys see derail? the jeep commercial with bill murray and groundhog's mm. day no i don't for think the super that. bowl last year not ringing a bell. Not oh, ringing a bell. Oh my gosh, that is probably one of my favorite commercials in the last twenty years. Nice. Go watch it. Yeah, um, check that out. I'll put a I'll put a link in in the show notes. Watch the outtakes. They get basically all of the main characters from Groundhog's Day, and they do a Jeep commercial. Oh, awesome! And it is hilarious. But then you watch the outtakes and all the random stuff, and it. Oh my gosh! Just that sounds go watch fantastic. It. All right, we'll I'm do in on that. That sounds great. What do you got, nice. Bugs? Uh It's a clean sweep. It's Bill yeah. Murray. It's not close. I think the <laughs> thing that I noticed even more on this one was it felt like, and, and I think he always does this to some degree, but his physical comedy in this one was really spot on. I thought and yep. really fun. Um, and maybe it was because he didn't have to like be the cool guy at any point in this movie really like he could totally just go into that um but yeah he's just he's phenomenal he's one of if not the best comedic actors of all time i'm with you and yeah i just had a blast i loved it so Boom. he's definitely my dude 100%. that's great i love 100%. it i love it when it's a clean sweep that's that's yeah. good times yeah. clean sweep buddy Right on. Well, why don't we do some of these uh, supporting actors? Let's go to the Tucci Award. Tucci. Uh, let's go in that same order. Nate. Oh, oh wait. I, oh, man. I'm on the spot. You don't I have, have to, to be. I have to choose? Yep. Yeah, that's this whole <laughs> podcast, pretty much. <laughs> um, 
I'll be honest, the Tucci's tough for me on this one because there's a I want to give it to Dreyfus. Yeah. But I hate him so much in this movie. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, he's doing I, a good job then. That's he's that's doing a great true. job. That's I true. really don't like his character. Yep. So part of me says it's him, but I have a very soft spot for Julie Haggerty. Oh, I get that a hundred percent. Great pick. Yeah. And she just like her role's not huge in this movie, so I, I'm gonna choose her. Um Mrs. M. Love she, her. <laughs> she just cracks me up, not only in this movie, but in other things as well. Cause she her it I think it's her tonal quality and her voice and her like, sweetest voice. Just mm-hmm. the sweetest you just want to hug her and she plays it so well. It's such a lovable character and it's perfect for this movie. So I'm going to go with her, but I that's mean, a great Dreyf- tooch buddy. Dreyfus was so good, yeah. but she gets it for me for this one. Love it. I'm going with her. Fantastic. So. I love that's, that. that's great. I, <clears throat> I actually, I'm kind of in the same boat. <laughs> I would obviously pick Dreyfus because of his, he did a great job. But one of my favorite supporting actors was actually the kid, uh, Sigmund. <laughs> yeah, yes. that kid's great. Diggy, as he's called. Like, as far as kid actors go, like, you know, sometimes in movies, that the kid, you can tell he's trying to act. This kid was brilliant. He was. Like, every yeah. line he delivered, the he's lines that were written for him were fantastic. Like, I believe this kid has a transfiction with death, but that wasn't pushed over the top. Like, he just wore black. That was kind of a thing that he did. Right. But he had some one-liners, and, and we'll get to that in the quotes, too. But, like, I wrote down a few of my favorite quotes, and <laughs> a couple of them he was a part of. Yeah, totally. And, and I, I think I think he might be my, my favorite supporting actor. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's Charlie Corsmo is his name. Yes. He had a really great little run there <laughs> did, with this uh, hook, of course. Yeah. Uh, well. Dick Tracy, he was amazing in for like oh, a little wow. kid. Like, I was surprised that he didn't keep it up because he was incredible. What is he doing now? He, I actually saw that he is like an associate law professor yeah. at a, uh, a university and the um, U.S. director of. Canada U.S. Law Institute <laughs> relations. Oh, apparently, I would have guessed he hosted a movie <laughs> podcast or something. He should, no. <laughs> right? No, I bet he got like screwed over in some of these contracts. So he was like, "I'm going to law oh. school." He was great, man. Like, yeah, he's yeah. really, really good. He got kind of weirder looking as he got older. I remember in Can't sure. Hardly Wait. Um, yeah. like he was yeah. a really cute kid, and then he was like, but he was perfect and can't hardly wait, too. The dude can act, he's really good. I wish he would have kept doing it. Um, he did just do something in 2018. Oh, um, like a full feature length movie. I can't tell if it's like a indie or not, but it was a commercial for his law firm. He does look a little different, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't huh. age as gracefully as an adult as when he was a kiddo. Well, eh, some... What can you do? What Neither can you did do? I. I just I wasn't a cute kid either, so I didn't Listen. have to fight that. That <laughs> wasn't a burden I had to carry with me. You know? Yale Law School. If we Yale. ever make it back on the road, people are going to say the same thing about us. So. Oh, for sure, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah! Totally. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, 
those are great, great touches. I will give it to Richard Dreyfus. Um, and I thought he was great in this. He's so whiny. He's so such whiny. a narcissist in this. Uh, he just wants that interview to go well, and he just chokes so hard and completely loses it. I was a very big <laughs> fan of Richard Dreyfus. Um, and he, I feel like he can play unlikable, but also still be pretty funny really well. Yeah, yeah, he does a good job with that for sure. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah, I love that. That's a great pick. Uh, you guys all picked ones I had. I think if push came to shove, I would give it to Julie Haggerty because I just I love her so much. So I'm with you. She's wonderful. I can never see her and not think of just friends. Just friends. When she's like, Joyce, is that you? <laughs> what are oh you doing at Joyce's house? Like just... so <laughs> stupid. And I so always funny. think of airplane just because you know. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? That would have been the first thing I saw her in. For she's sure. amazing, man. Really um, great. There was a. Uh, a runner up for me his name is brian reddy and he makes the phone call to leo marvin pretty early on he's like oh. saying you know i need you need to take oh, the, this patient the former doctor me. yes yeah, yeah, yeah okay so um he looks totally different in this but he was the high talker on the seinfeld episode oh yeah but he did a lot of stuff at the guthrie and so i got to see oh. him quite a bit um and he's just such a great character actor and i know it was a really really small scene but just wanted to give a shout out he was in oh brother as well yeah yeah nice he was part of that papio daniel clan yeah the like political crew or whatever it was nice um yeah and my runner-up that i'm gonna say is uh actually i really liked is it Catherine irby must be irby right oh uh, um she's the daughter in this Mm -hmm. and she's also in d2 okay uh, which i love you and i need to have a conversation about this oh go ahead so during re-watching this yeah i'm obviously a huge mighty ducks fan duh of course um i always thought she looked super young in d2 i was like oh she's too young to like why did they cast her she almost looks too young as the teacher for these kids yeah dude but for this movie i was like she almost feels too old she has such a her look is so i don't know how to explain it i love yeah. the whole movie i was thinking that like she looked too old to be this character but too young in d2 but they're not far apart no, so she was 29 in D2 because she was 26 when she did this. Yeah. And actually is only 10 years younger than Julie Haggerty, who plays her mom. Yeah. Which I thought was really funny. So I don't know why they wow. cast, you know, her being so old. Um, So I, I'm kind of with you. Uh, But anybody that's in D2, the Mighty Ducks, is, is cool in my book for sure. <laughs> oh, and she, she elicited the, one of the quotes of all time when stupid Charlie does that raspy. She's like, and why did the Founding Fathers do this, Charlie? She's like, pride. <laughs> stupid <laughs> the way he says pride is just so silly and I love it so much. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, I concur. Yeah, uh, and the only other runner-up that I had was uh, Reg E. Cathy. Uh, who is a dude from The Wire. He was the the producer or the director of the TV program that came in. Um, and he was one of the main investigators. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yep. I love that guy. He's just so great. Cool. 
it was fun. He didn't have much to do in this movie, but it was just fun to see him. And be yep. like, hey. <laughs> I always love that. Well, and the prostitute is Aida Tuturo. That's John Tuturo's sister. He's been, oh, no. she's been, I in didn't a bunch even notice stuff. that. And I mean, oh, she does cool. almost nothing except for, you know, um, hand the phone back hand to the phone. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah, about nice. it. I love stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Nice. Any um, other runners up fellers? I, I, about the prostitute yeah that would have been my guess i <laughs> nice. i don't know their names. that's amazing that's some incredible movie knowledge sorry that's that's impressive guys yes. yeah well she's been in some stuff and she she was really big on the sopranos and like so it right. was it was cool to see her i love it when people pop up like that yeah sweet tooches guys uh why don't we uh why don't we move on to our favorite scene and let's pick the dangus the dangus so Dingus is quite simple, really. Dingus. Dingus. Uh, What's your ahead, favorite Nate. scene, Nate? And why do you choose me? <laughs> Every time, Nate. Come on. It's like you guys sent me an email about this. <laughs> we did. We did. My favorite scene. Oh, my gosh. It's so hard to choose. This one is tough. But what's one of them? And we'll, we'll talk about them. I, yeah. I, we already kind of talked about it. I think when Leo's supposed to apologize to Bob and he's in the shower outside, <laughs> it, I'm not joking. I laughed out loud. Oh, that's so great. Because the connection between the two and he's just waiting like, yeah, apologize to me. And his physical comedy in that mundane moment is so fantastic. And you can tell... Richard Dreyfus is just like, why would I apologize to my client who's <laughs> infiltrated my life and taken over? Yeah. It is such a great scene. And there's not even a ton of dialogue in it, but it is just so funny to me how they got there. Sure. And I think yeah. it's I think it's a great scene. That's beautiful. Um but there's also so many quotes from this movie that also go with great scenes that I'll save those for later. But I know. I'm, yeah, I'm going to so choose right? <laughs> this one. Okay. Yeah, Cause yeah. it made me laugh out loud. So cool. Love it. What do you got Jeffrey? I mean the, the shower scene, it, it is, it's, it's a really funny thing for me. And this goes back to my family um, and my mom, whenever she'd make fried chicken. Yes. It was instant. <laughs> Mm. 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 Yes. like and 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 i knew like when i looked at this movie i was like i remember that scene from my childhood because that was a quotable thing Big now time. there's a weird there's a term for it i don't know what it is but like and we'll get to the quotes here in a little bit but i i always thought dreyfus said a different thing than what he actually says oh there and so, like, in, in my family, I always thought he said, would somebody shut that guy up? And I don't know why I always thought that's what he said. That's not <laughs> what he says at all. And and I was like, oh, I've been quoting this wrong literally my entire life. Yep. Um, been there. But, but I was so anticipating <laughs> this scene. And and it, it's really funny because, again, like, the just the moans that Bill Murray, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, Bill Murray sitting at the table, at the dinner table. Dreyfus does not want him there. He's eating all the fried chicken, all the salad, asking to have the tomatoes removed from the salad. I mean, it gets a little diva-esque <laughs> and he just will not stop moaning. And, but even, even this, and, and this is one of those weird little things. Like, it's like, if you watch that entire scene, the, the moans, like it is perfectly timed. 
like literally when Dreyfus says, would you please shut up or whatever it is he says, I can't remember. I got it wrong my entire life. It's like <laughs> the timing of it is just perfect because as a, as an audience member, you're like, okay, right, that's, <laughs> yeah. this, this is a bit much. And it's well, just, and it looked I don't know. like it, I, I had never noticed it, but it looked like Bill Murray was about to break when he, when Dreyfus <laughs> yes. actually yelled at him. Like he's like holding back a smile for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That that's, that's probably got my, uh, that's definitely my favorite scene. Just so memorable. I love it. And that's way, way, way up there for me. I'd probably also add the, the choking oh into God. it as well. And him just <laughs> jumping on him as hard as he can. <laughs> I mean, that was amazing. And then he gets consoled pretty much afterwards. Yeah. Like Dreyfus yeah. is just like oh. there almost died and nobody cares. Um, yeah, way, that's way, way up there for me. And for yep. sure, it's referenced pretty much every Lundquist dinner. Like, Heck yeah. it just, mm, mm, is this corn hand shucked? Um, yeah, so uh, that's way up there. I, I quote Bob meeting Leo in his office. Like, there are so many yep. quotes in that first meeting that I feel like I have to take that, but I would be fine with the dinner scene. Um, but yeah, Bob gets to the building. We find out it's the 44th floor. He's too scared to get on the elevator. <laughs> right. So he's just breathing when he gets up there. Um, I love seeing him guess the family names and yeah. Richard Dreyfus oh, is just so really clearly annoyed. Yeah. That, that is <laughs> Lily. That, that is such good writing. God, uh, that's funny. Uh, well, and I would, I mean, it looked improv. Like, well, it, it just, it's amazing. Um, yeah. But there's so many great quotes about his, all of his ailments. <laughs> and um, I love when Leo is looking for the perfect book for him, like he's searching. And then he just goes down to the row of the, like, 15 <laughs> yellow books. That's so all beautiful. baby steps. Like, it was so funny, just him, and I never really noticed that mm -hmm. until this. Like, what should I? Hmm. Oh, my book charges would him be for good. Him. Yes, <laughs> and him uh, just baby stepping all over the office. I, it's oh, one of my so favorite good. scenes ever. Yeah, that's great. So, that's you know, it's, yeah. it's really funny about baby steps because I literally today I was talking to my mom on when I was driving somewhere, and we were talking about the the pandemic and like getting things getting better and i was like baby steps baby we steps <laughs> baby steps we're getting there and baby steps i have quoted that since childhood because <laughs> yep. of this movie totally nice. yeah, yeah that's great just baby stepping through the pandemic i love it beautiful oh, uh, what do you what do you got for your your dangus well, I love everything you guys have said, but for me, especially on this rewatch specifically, it's the dinner scene and then the choking scene. I was I was hysterical during yes. that point. Yes. And Julie Haggerty's face when he's going like, <laughs> yes. oh, oh, <laughs> she, looked, she looked like she was about to break. Oh, for and sure. And it was just cracking me up so hard. The hand shucked thing is just so silly and great and... Yeah, I, I just love how 
Bill Murray like toes the line there because like you said he's like can I have some salad high and deep please or whatever and then he's like Ooh, can you get that tomato off there thanks and it's like apologetic so you don't think he's a dick like it's just so great I love it so much I, so I think that has to be my scene yeah uh, Rob the one you said was great I totally agree with that uh, my runner up though I think would probably be well, I had a hard time. I think it's my favorite quote, which we'll get to later, but the whole sailing uh, escapade is the thing I reference the most from this movie. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yes. I have a painting of it. Like, I know. It's, it's so, so great. It's iconic. Uh, but my second favorite scene, I think, is the diving scene between the son and Bob. Oh, I just thought that was so such, cute and so fun. Scene. When he stops like six feet short at the end of the pier, can this yeah. be the edge? Can this? We'll just call this the edge. We'll call this the edge. And then, like, it's just such classic, like, reverse psychology with kids. Like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh God, please no, no. You know, it's so great. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my runner up. Other that, than the one Rob has been holding up because it's so good, so but, good. That's such a to... perfect moment on the dock, oh, yeah. though. Uh, it's it's great. Be, I. I think about my my niece Kaylee. We went skiing at Lutzen last winter, and she was yeah. three three and a half. So, you know, right? Just her first time on skis, not really ready. And I took her out on the bunny hill, just me and her for like 20, 30 minutes, and we were kind of doing the skiing thing. And then her parents showed up, my sister, and she just fell apart. She's like, "Can't do it." Yep, I'm and out. It, it reminds me of that scene so much of like Bob just be like, just, <laughs> yeah. Because that's how I was. I was like, yeah, just go down the hill. You're fine. And You'll be great. And it, you know, his parents are like, oh my gosh, this is how you do it. And I'm like, ah. but it's such a real life thing. Yeah. Like they did that I love scene it. so well. And sometimes we just need, even if it's the exact same message, we need to hear it from somebody else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just a true thing. You never know which time we'll actually get through. <laughs> no, there I was, thought that was a genius scene. Yeah, I loved that. One moment that I, I wanted to mention, I remember I wrote it down because I rewound it because I just thought it was so funny. And it's whenever he calls the switchboard or whatever and... Um, he takes the suicide. Yes. You know, he, he puts on the detective gear and he comes in. I don't know if you guys noticed, but whenever he shows the badge, it's a Blue Cross Blue Shield yes. insurance yes. card. That was the first time I'd ever noticed that for sure. <laughs> it was just such a quick thing. I was like, what was that? And I rewound that. And I just <laughs> so that. great. I just, I laughed really hard at that. I don't know why that struck me as so funny. It was I just great. love little moments like that in the movie. It's like, it's the things you miss, you know? Yeah. I really liked Betty too. Betty was a sweet. Betty movie. was great. <laughs> Also, was Betty working like 24 hours? Because he calls her throughout the day and she's there. So I don't, there, don't understand what's exactly happening, including the middle of the night, it seems. It's very strange. Yeah, Betty's working real hard. Betty's working <laughs> all the time. Oh, uh, that's great. Any other scenes we feel like we have to mention? The only other I mean, one. there's a million, but. There's yeah. so many, but just the, the actual, the GMA interview um and yes. bob squeezes his way into the interview that leo has been freaking out about the whole movie leading up to that point and i i thought richard dreyfus in that scene was amazing like bob's great and everybody yeah. loves bob but he just is like so uncomfortable and so stage frighty and he just, just chokes so hard how dude. he plays like... that is it's really good no, and not I, great look, honey 
the yeah. look that happens between the two of them when Richard Dreyfus, I think he like sends his family away and they come back and Bob's in his chair and he gets to yes. sit in the other chair. Like, the guy's like, is, he's like, it was just down, so great. Yeah. yeah, he's just like, but this is so, okay. Uh, it's like so, so good. I love yeah. it so much. That the really only, good. and this is a very minuscule uh, thing about that scene that bothers me. And again, it's a movie, but no respectable interviewer would let that happen well also like, they're probably not going to do a live remote like what are we doing yeah. no <laughs> that was interview yeah. what no but i i was a newscaster in college and sure. i Boom literally watching that i was like cracking up but at no point would any trained person be like, yes, let's get the patient in here and we'll just keep letting them take over the interview. Like, I don't right. think you realize how charming Bob so was. Charming. Like everybody no, I, fell in I love with it. him. Okay. They love Bob, man. No, oh, it's for the people it's on the, the bus. Whole, whole point of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he gets, when he gets so off the bus and they all clap, all that was clap. another thing I rewound. I'm like, that's just <laughs> those little moments. He gets out and starts yelling his name in the street. God, that was cracking me up too. That scene was so good. <laughs> it was such a great movie. But it does seem uh, like the uh, the dinner scene came up multiple times, and oh, I yeah. would be great oh, with yeah. picking that as the dingus because it is so it's good. way up there for me. Yeah, I'm hundred percent like down. Let's no, do it then. The dingus is chosen. The dingus is chosen. Well, let's get into some of these quotes, you guys. There are Ooh, so, many. so many. Nate, why don't you start us off, buddy, on our show me the money? I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Okay, well, lots to choose from, but <laughs> uh, I am going to go with there are only two types of people in this world. Those who love Neil Diamond and those who don't. Nice. <laughs> I so love good. that. My ex-wife loves him. <laughs> yeah. That just... Oh my gosh. That... I can't... No words. That just got me. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah. So. That, was, that was on my list. That was oh, definitely... For sure. That was like one of the first like real quotable things. Um, <clears throat> Um, again, part of the reason why I like Siggy so much is a couple of my, uh, favorite quotes were involving him or he said it. Sure. And, and one of them is when Dreyfus looks at him and it's like, why are you so transfixed with death? And he says, maybe I'm mourning for my lost childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was hilarious. So and, funny. And, and then, well, maybe I'll just do one quote at a time because there's enough to go around. Oh, plenty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do as many as you need. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A, a second quote, then, if I, if I, if I may, and this is one that I quoted because my brother and I, we were eight and a half years apart in age, but we're we're very very close. But I remember if we were ever rambunctious, and Daddy told us to be quiet. You know, it was like, hey, I need some peace and quiet, and then the shtick would just begin. You know, okay, I'll be quiet. You know, I'll be peace. You know, I'll be peace. So great. Yeah. Like every time. I, I love that moment. That was a good one. That is a good one. Those are, those Fantastic. Well, there's another. There's another one, but we'll get there. Oh, there's just too many. There's there so many. So, one small one, and it's not like a laugh out loud moment, but I find it 
I don't know why it just like hits me. It's right in the beginning of the movie. He says, I said, good morning, Gil. Yes. I (laughs) said, good morning, Morning, Gil. (laughs) Yes. I thought that is such a great line. Yeah, I can picture my dad and my sister saying that. That (laughs) was told a lot. My buddy on the cruise ship said that to me every morning I saw him. I believe it. (laughs) It was fantastic. Yep. Good morning, Gil. I said good Good morning, Gil. (laughs) Yes, I love that. So great. That's a great one. That's way up there for me as well. Oh, man. Um, One that I can hear a lot is when um, Leo is telling Bob to to go back home. Uh, He's like, I'm baby step and I'm doing the work. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I need, I need, I need. I love that so much. And it's just all his delivery. So great. Um, I want, I want, I need. need. (laughs) Just his mantra. I feel good. I feel great. great. I feel wonderful. I feel good. He just says it over and over. Uh, When he's talking about uh, the different symptoms that he has, he's like, well, I get dizzy spells, nausea, cold sweats, hot sweats, <laughs> fever blisters, difficulty breathing, difficulty swallowing, blurred vision, involuntary trembling, dead hands, numb lips, fingernail sensitivity, pelvic discomfort. <laughs> That's every the one, one that of them. gets me. <laughs> so good. And Leo's like, so the real question is, what is the crisis, Bob? What, what is it you're truly afraid of? And he's like, what if my heart stops beating? What if I'm looking for a bathroom? I can't find it. And my bladder explodes. Like just his delivery throughout that whole thing. I can't so find perfect. it. I love how he says that line so much. Oh, God, that's well, only he could deliver that entire bit of discomforts. Yes. So well, like it the whole oh. time you're just you believe him, but you're like laughing. You're like, they're so yeah. dumb. <laughs> oh, so fantastic. Pelvic discomfort. Like yep. what is, is how did you think of that? A fingernail sensitivity. That one gets me <laughs> like, what, what do you got? Bugs? You got some. <clears throat> yeah. I got a bunch. Uh, one that really cracked me up this time was uh, just, he does it a couple times. Once when he's on the bus and he just goes, he grabs his little paper bag and he's like, <laughs> false alarm false, false alarm. alarm yeah <laughs> i love that so much that's great uh turkey tits really cracked me up this time oh man in fact the yeah. whole the, the whole tourette's, tourette's thing yeah have there you ever heard one. of tourette's syndrome involuntary <laughs> shouting of profanity it's incredibly rare <laughs> Beating, son of a <laughs> bag. No nuts, dickhead. why exactly are you doing this bob well if i fake it i don't have it Duh. <laughs> that's that's the so line great. that was third on my list. If I fake it, I don't have it. If I fake it, I don't have it. <laughs> I like it. That. I like it when him and the kid or him and uh, yes, Siggy are going back and forth. The one that stuck out always for me was Dingleberry Butt was always yes. my favorite. Dingleberry Butt, personal That's, favorite. That so feels great. like a very Rob thing. Like yeah. I would Dingleberry wake up... Butt. Yeah, like I so would. Great be standing there for vip before going on and rob would just <laughs> randomly yell at me that feels like a very rob thing that definitely 100 yep. 
Just a uh, mild case of Tourette's. It's fine. <laughs> and another really great one that I loved, just because it's so weird, is uh, I think there's really only three names. Dr. Albert Schweitzer, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, probably, and Dr. Leo Marvin. <laughs> like the of Calcutta probably really gets me good every yep. single time. That is just uh, perfect. It's perfect. I think part of Bill Murray's comedy that makes it so gold is... So the joke happens, and then there's a right. tiny little thing that he adds, or either physically or vocally, but it's his tag that just makes everything he does so good. Yeah, I totally agree He's with that. He's really good at the small things. There were um, a couple of other little things. That, yeah, go for it. That Bill Murray said, and I just I actually wrote them down. Well, there were three things. One is, I'm sure this joke was in existence, but as a kid, I remember yes. saying, roses are red, violets are blue, I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that was the origin of this, and that's what made it so popular, but I caught it this time around, and I loved it. Um, when they're sitting on the steps, and Dill was talking about Dreyfus, because he just had a manic break, um, he said, we can't. We can't expect to understand him. He's so far above us. We're like ropes on the Goodyear blend. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> and then, um, oh, what was the other one I put down? Oh, it was so funny. Well, it was funny enough to where I just forgot it. Son of a gun. <laughs> um, oh, and it wasn't even a funny one, though. It was like, there's like little nuggets of really just good stuff. And, yeah. and there's one scene where he's in the car. He's in the truck, and I think he's riding with the daughter. Um, and talks about, you know, if you don't mesh well with somebody, I wish I had written down the exact quote, but the paraphrase, he just, you know, he, he attributes it to being like a bad connection on a phone. I just hang up and try again later. And I'm like, dude, yeah. what, a, what a great, like, that was the one good thing about this movie on a serious note. Like he <laughs> threw in some things that were just like, man, I mean, that's some good Dude. Some good stuff to live by. You yeah. know, of course, I love that stuff. It's I, really I funny you say that because when I rewatch this, given just everything that's happened in the last yeah. year, I there were a few things I like that moment when I I was kind of like, all right, yeah, no, 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 that's he's correct. <laughs> that's just right, <laughs> yeah. And just the fact that the family is just so accepting of Bob. Like, that's part of the reason, right? Is they're just like, well, yeah, but he's a nice guy. He's got his problems, but whatever. It's not a big deal. Like, he means well, and that matters for something at least, you know? I thought that was great, for sure. Um, And then my last one. Well, no, not my last one. The one that we've we've talked about but we haven't said yet is, uh, I'm a sailor. I sail now. (laughs) I'm sailing. Ahoy! Isn't this a breakthrough that I'm a sailor? I sail. I sail. (laughs) On my first try. (laughs) Oh, oh, God, that's so funny. Yep, for sure. Uh, I liked (sighs) the scene prior to that when when she asks him if he wants to go sailing and his rationale to get to sailing. Yes. I can't quote it because if I do, I will screwed up royally which i'm yeah. really good at rob knows that i'm really good at quotes. <laughs> he really is um but that whole little blip leading up to it i just was fantastic. well like his lips go numb and so then the rest of it yeah. is just like yeah i think we should go shooting it's so great uh yeah 
Um, I love when he's trying to figure out where Leo is on the phone and he's just like throwing out little guesses. <laughs> yes, totally. You know, he's like, you want to leave Maine all to yourself? But just like <laughs> trying, trying yeah, to figure totally. it out. I loved all that. Um, oh, oh, just baby steps. Baby steps get on baby the bus. Steps. Baby steps down the aisle. Baby steps. <laughs> um, and then the other joke that he says uh, at the asylum, he's like, the doctor draws two circles and says, what do you see? The guy says, sex. He's like, wait a minute. I haven't told the joke yet. So the doctor draws trees. What do you see? The guy says, sex. The doctor draws a car, owl, sex, sex, sex. The doctor says to him, you are obsessed with sex. He replies, well, you're the one drawing all the dirty pictures. <laughs> I love that. That's a great joke. It's pretty great. That's uh, great. Uh, that another was all great, I had. Another great line is the, I'm on a vacation from my problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So great. Say that one all the time. And then just the kid and Bob, when he's like, my whole life flashed before my eyes. Well, you're lucky you're only 12. It was still grim. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're in the bedroom together, which we've already discussed is problematic. I get it. It is. Uh, but when he's like, I'm going to die, you're going to die. What's the difference if it's tomorrow or in 80 years? Much sooner in your case. <laughs> and like, Bill Murray's face, he's just yeah. like looking up and just like, oh. just bright eyed, just like, He's he's right. He's accidentally <laughs> existential in that, in that moment. It's pretty sure. great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There are so many that. good moments like that in this movie that are hilarious, but oddly oddly real. Yeah, very <laughs> poignant. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. I'm gonna write that one down and revisit it in a few months. Oh God, so, that's so good. Oh, and then two people we haven't talked about at all. The weird uh, like German couple. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. When she just keeps saying, "You son of a bitch," yeah. she never says she never that. Says that. <laughs> yeah, that and just the burn, burn. <laughs> <laughs> I had every right to buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but they uh, saved up their life savings to put it down. Yeah, that's that a, that's rough that's for a sure. Yeah. They should have worked something out with the previous owner. Uh, yeah, also <laughs> back in 1991, I mean, they probably could have just bought it. You For know, like 12 bucks or something. Yeah, one more house is back then. Like <laughs> yeah, right. Six, seven cents. $1,200. Uh, and then for real, my last one. Okay. When he hands Gil to uh, the wife, Mrs. Marvin, <laughs> he's like, he's already eaten. Don't let him tell you otherwise. <laughs> that yeah. me up super, super hard. That's nice. Yeah, but yeah, I will stop now, I promise. All right, stop it, because we got to go to the Bugs Boohoo Moment section, the crying game. Oh, no wow. Um, I don't think you cried in this movie, Bugs. I really okay. don't. I know you're a softy, but okay. there's just, were there that, what do you guys think? Do you think Bugs could have possibly cried in this at any moment? I didn't, I didn't sense a moment in the movie. And Bugs, I'm, dude, have you heard the songs I write? I'm a pretty sensitive guy. I've cried to a a number of the songs you've written. If there's a moment to cry, I'm going to find it. And I didn't find it in this movie. And I was actually, I was totally fine with that. Oh, totally. Just was a Mm -hmm. good, fun movie from beginning to end. Absolutely. 
So I'm going to say that he did not cry in this movie. That's my guess. Cool. Nate, you feel good about that? Um, I Yeah. The only time Bugs would have cried is if he paused it and watched like a phone commercial or something between two families. <laughs> That's fair. I don't, me. I don't think he probably <laughs> cried during this movie. But yeah. Bugs, what happened, buddy? Did there you was two times. Two times. Oh, two times. Now, so here's the thing. The the one is like, does it count? Because it's not really the the letter of the law. But I was actually crying from laughing during the dinner scene, specifically that when I he get. was when he okay. was jumping on his back and putting the, his knee into his back. Yes. I was dying. That, that was really hilarious. cracked me up. Uh, but the time hurt. I actually legitimately teared up was when the kid dives and we get to see the look on Bob's face. And he's so proud of this kid for overcoming fear. And to me, it felt like, because Bob gets fear, like that drives, you know, a huge portion of his life. And more than anything, Bob just wants to be a part of like a family unit, right? So in that moment, that really got me this time. So, but those were the only two. Was a sweet moment. I'm actually very disappointed in myself because that, that moment registered with me. Now I, it wasn't like I was, you know, I was gonna cry. I'm not. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that, but okay. <laughs> but no, that is an incredibly sweet moment because it's funny, but it's also very. All of Bob's insecurities in that moment are yeah. kind of like, like he's like, I'm a part of this. I'm a part of something bigger than me, and somebody accepts me, and I love this. Like he just and. And he was able, I mean, so this is not probably the intent of it, but this is me projecting stuff on it. He is able to be helpful in that moment, not in spite of who he is and his afflictions in life, but because of them. Like, so everything about him helped get us to this point. And I think that's like, that's really beautiful. Like from an optimism standpoint of like, hey, whatever broken pieces we have, they can go together into this beautiful thing if we find the right situation, you know, and all that. Right. So I just, I loved that scene. I thought it was so great. Ugh, why don't we just talk about feelings? Of being... <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, but, a poignant yeah. moment though, when he's laying in the bed, um, you know, he's sleeping in the same room as, as Siggy, but like before he goes to bed, he throws away tissue. Yeah. That he's been using to touch everything. Oh, him. sure. Yeah. And it's at that moment when you realize like, dude, Bob is so comfortable with these people. Like he, he has no fear around them. And that, I don't know. I, I didn't cry then, but I, I, I caught the brevity of that moment. I'm like, yes, yeah. it was sweet. That's a big plus. Deal. Plus he does the same thing when he gets in the car with the daughter. Yes. yes. He's like, how many people use this car? He's like, just us. Oh, okay. I don't need it then. You know, Yeah. that was cool. A conscious choice to change or whatever. Yeah. I like that. It's crazy. The depth of this movie from right. Funny to, you know, it just, touching like but the touching moments you have to pay attention for because you can laugh through this entire movie yep 100 percent. yeah and that yeah it was fun on this rewatch catching some of that because i i certainly wasn't thinking about those moments when i was a kid you know like it was it was (laughs) really fun in the rewatch for sure yeah that's fantastic let's do some movie trivia what do you got for us bukes 
Movie trivia. Movie trivia on this one was uh, a little bit of a bummer. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. Because uh, Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfus did not get along at all, apparently, during the filming. And I guess uh, Bill Murray was kind of kind of a jerk to, to several people. Uh, so they both admitted in various interviews that they didn't get along. Um, Bill Murray said, uh, according to Entertainment Weekly in 1993, it's entertaining and everyone knows somebody like that guy, Bob. Uh, but everyone or everyone knows, uh, that we didn't get along particularly well during this movie, but it worked for the movie. I mean, I drove him nuts and he encouraged me to drive him nuts, <laughs> um, which was crazy. Uh, and where was the other one? Oh, I don't even know if I wrote it down cause it just kind of bumped me out. Apparently he like screamed in his face in Richard Dreyfuss's face about like you are tolerated and blah 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 and just was like kind of getting in his face and then at one point he threw the like producer's keys across the lot and no it was an oh well he threw an ashtray at Richard Dreyfuss oh he he did that as well yeah that same night that he screamed at him he like threw an ashtray at his face and I don't know you know, not that it excuses anything, but I don't know what sort of substances were involved. This was, you know, in the heyday of cocaine use. So I'm, I'm, you know, guessing, but Man, it, being that he was around that SNL thing and that yeah. community and they were so rampant, you know, during that time, maybe that's what was happening. I don't know. But he apparently like yelled at a producer and threw her keys across the lot. And like, it was, it was intense apparently. So that's kind of a wow. bummer. I always thought he was just like sort of this eccentric, weird guy, but not mean, just yeah. standoffish maybe. But Yeah, Dreyfus called him an Irish drunken bully. Yeah, oh, that's man. rough. Yeah. That is rough. Um, uh, some fun ones, though. Uh, <laughs> when Faye Marvin is tucking Bob in, her son Sigmund in, in the night they sleep together, uh, they sleep in the same room. I should probably... Uh, correctly state that uh she holds the sheets up to let bob climb into bed and bill murray improvised crawling under them to the other end of the bed and you could see her crack up during that scene which is really great and it was very nice uh the scene where they blow up the house it was actually a three-quarter sized model replica of the actual house and they detonated it on a nearby lot which i thought was cool and i want to see that someday that sounds fun yeah um and uh Oh, I just thought it was fun. We see like the little closing epilogue that was like, Bob went back to school and became a psychologist. He wrote a bestseller, Death Therapy, and Leo suing him for the rights. Uh, well, it turns out Richard Dreyfuss uh, did sue Walt Disney Pictures over the picture's profit participation auditing later in real life. So oh. I just thought that Wait, was a what? little... Uh... Ex- explain that to me. So like apparently studios will get... Even when a movie makes a ton of money, they'll they're they're pretty renowned for kind of cooking the books a little bit and being like, well, we spent all this money on promotion and all this stuff. So sometimes if you have profit sharing with a, you know, if you're a bigger star like he was at this point, they can get kind of weird about it. And and I don't think it's super unusual, but so he sued the picture company and it sounds like they had like an, you know, unbiased middle party, look at the books and figure out what his cut really should have been and all that. So I didn't, it didn't say what came of it. I think they probably settled, to be honest. But uh, I just thought that was an interesting, like, art imitates real life kind of situation. Sure. <laughs> so, but that was all I had, Rob, because uh, it was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the only other thing I saw was that uh, it was actually filmed in Virginia on uh, Smith Mountain Lake. It's not mm. actually uh, at Lake Winnipesaukee. Um, but for people who are up for roles, um, it looks like Robin Williams was the first choice for the role of Bob Wiley. Wow. <laughs> Um, so the screenwriter wow. was uh, Tom Shulman, who did Dead Poet Society, um, oh. which Robin Williams was in. Um, sure. And uh, but it looked like uh, Williams had uh, just finished filming The Fisher King and was forced to turn it down. Wow. Uh, it also would have been weird because then it would have been Robin Williams and Charlie Corsmo um again and they were in oh, hook sure. or i guess they were going to be in hook after this yeah so that would have huh. been weird how that worked out yeah um, for sure it looks like steve martin was considered for both roles which i could see That's, i could yeah both of those would have worked i could see him do either both ways for sure yeah <laughs> yep um director frank oz wanted patrick stewart to play dr leo marvin um, which oh. is an interesting take, and I'd never seen him do anything like that back then. Yeah, um, could he get weird enough for the end? Yeah, I was for how just... zany it got, maybe it'd be different. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I know feel either. Like Patrick Stewart would have been a little, a little too serious. Like he wouldn't have been able to get sure. over the. But again, in his latter years, he cracks me up on Twitter. So, dude, he's he really funny, does. dude. He is that, funny. That's true. Have you seen that bit on that show Extras with Ricky Gervais? No. Um, no. Oh man, he's got. You should look it up just for his clip on YouTube because nice. he's very, very funny. He's like right. pitching a script, and it's him just being a complete perv, <laughs> and it's very, very funny. Um, uh, other people up for Doctor Leo Marvin were James Con, Chevy Chase, and oh. Kevin Klein. Huh. Chase. So I would yeah. not have seen James con i just yeah me neither he yeah he well i don't know again i don't know he, he was kind of like that in elf a little bit yeah like he, was he was an elf i think about crazy. him in that in elf he, yeah he, he did well in that role so yeah. maybe i don't know weird and kevin klein could do anything that guy's hilarious 100 percent. yeah for but sure. that was all i had nice uh well should we play a little game oh no well, that's not what's next the next What's... thing is Judgment Day. Will there be a sequel? And knowing that these yeah. two people hate each other so much, I doubt it. But I could definitely see it being redone with other guys since everything 100%. is getting remade. I feel like Ben Stiller would be a perfect Richard Dreyfus, uh, oh, like funny. Dr. Leo Marvin <laughs> role. Yeah, I like that. Um, just getting crapped on the whole movie. Ben Stiller's really good at that. Well, yeah, that's like his role in 17 of his movies. Yeah, that's sure. his thing. Even that's back to like heavyweights. Right. Just, um, that would but, be... Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, but since they did, you know, at the end of the movie, give those little captions that say, you know, Bob went back to college, got his psychiatry right. degree, right? Wrote a book. I mean could be kind of cool yeah, it's been maybe. long enough if they did you know what about bob now <laughs> you know kind of like sure a little, yeah like a little series a little now? short or something on netflix mm -hmm. i would totally watch that yeah oh, that would be I interesting would, i would watch 100%. it in a heart oh, yeah totally i would yes. even pay to watch that for sure I, 
Yeah, that's well, saying something. And they did say they don't like or they didn't get along, but they both claim this as one of their best movies they've ever made in their career. Yeah. So, you know, maybe there's room for reconciliation. I, I would see it being Bill Murray focused, though, and Dreyfus would just totally be not in the sequel. If there yeah, was that's sequel. true. Like, you like know, Bill would be the really quirky psychiatrist who just empathizes way too well with the patients because he still was one kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, that could be a fun little. Oh, maybe we'll we'll write that during the next. Yeah, we'll just write it. We'll get Bill Murray on board. And I mean, it's been thirty years. Like, you know. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, you can respect each other and not like each other. I mean, it's there are artistic acts throughout history that were that their magic was based on that exact thing. Like, I mean, totally. My my favorite band, Van Halen, David Lee Roth, and the Van Halens never really got along but when they got together they made great music totally so i mean they and ultimately you probably don't have to see each other all that much for a movie right like a few months tops (laughs) well that's the thing is if you know you're making magic together you're like oh this is annoying but you can get i mean maybe it's something i could get together and do i would watch it me too i would too i'd absolutely watch it very cool. Uh, well, now, would you guys like to play a little game? Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. This is going to be a different experience than any other game we've played. Uh, oh, we're going to go a little goofier here. Now, it should be easier, Nate. It should be easier, more silly. There's no points. Well, there's points, but I'm just going to award it to the person that makes me giggle the most with their answers. Uh, okay. So we're gonna we're going to talk about... Your lives in movies. I'm gonna play a little music. Oh, is there theme music? Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna make it up later. It's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. (laughs) Probably not gonna actually do that. So, guys, I want to just a quick answer from each of you, and you know, feel free to to talk through it. Uh, But which movie character would you most like to take on a date? Can it be a friend date? How much time? It could be a friend date. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It doesn't have to be romantic in nature. Am I married in this situation? Uh, (laughs) Listen to me. This gets a little weird. You are exactly what you make the situation to be. So you could be single. (laughs) You could be uh, in your current relationship. And this is just a for coffee type thing. Characters from, from what about Bob? No, from any movie ever. Oh, oh, because I was already about to take out. Bill Murray. All right. <laughs> Wait, oh, movies or TV? Are we including TV shows? Oh, Nate really wants to include TV sure. shows. I Rob already knows my choice if we're including TV shows. But I can't show. think of it. I can't no, think of it. Yeah, what you, is it? You can. It's back there. It's back, back here. It's in your back brain. In your, no, <laughs> no, it's right behind head. you. <laughs> we've we've talked about it. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't. Was it How I Met Your Mother? Somebody from there? No. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. No, it would, uh, for me... Oh, I, I got it. I got yep, it. I knows. got it. Tell I me. Got it. Um, do you want me to say it? Can yeah, I say, say it? it. Yeah, um, Strahovski from Chuck. Oh, Bingo. boy. That's a good one. That's a great one. She And she's been in a bunch of movies and stuff, too. If I... I don't know why her... She... It's funny because I didn't really... I mean, and she wasn't in anything until, because she's not that much older than me. She wasn't in anything until I was like 24, 
around maybe 22 ish i think is when chuck came out but it wasn't like that childhood crush it was just like i really just love the characters she plays and i honestly don't even know much about her outside of her movies and acting i just every time i see her i'm like you're just so pretty and nice and i just, like it i don't know there's just something about her characters that i'm always i always find something that is in common even in uh uh hand hands handmaid's tale <laughs> no well, no like interesting her, reference it, okay it's not a it's not a fun character at all but like i empathize with her character like sure, yeah, such an awkward situation yeah like oh yeah my husband's just gonna have sex with this other lady to have our child because i'm barren like she does it so well i I don't know what it is and it's probably the tall beautiful blonde thing too because that's probably that's probably a big part of it i mean that helps certainly yeah but because you're a tall beautiful blonde as well well i think ultimately i want to date myself oh no that's for sure it jeffrey (laughs) do you have anybody that that. uh that (laughs) myself (laughs) not you i'd date you just not me if nate's a movie star i'm taking him out (laughs) No, oh, thank you. I am. Um, you know, this is actually this is a little trickier than you might think because there's so many movies and TV shows. But um, we do watch a lot of Friends. Ooh. And, Ooh. and Lauren and I occasionally, you know, because they all kind of dog each other on that show. But it's such a great, great show. I know this is a movie podcast. I apologize. I'm talking oh, about you're Friends, good. You're but good. it's, it's a really, good. really great show. And this is probably my third time watching it through in its entirety. And but each character is so well developed and they all equally share like starring roles in in friends you know there's six of them it's really really great um but lauren and i actually talked about this the other night it's like if we had to hang out with one of these people who would it be and honestly it's hard to know which one i would pick but um because i am kind of a nerd and i like science and things if it was like a friend hang it might be ross from friends <laughs> oh i like it because he just talks about all the stuff and all the other people in the show think it's really boring when he starts talking about dinosaurs and science facts and i'm like this is awesome i like this guy and then of course phoebe because she's just nuts and i think that's awesome nice. she so, is awesome um, ross is, is yeah. way too whiny for me man he is a little whiny maybe oh. i emphasize that too but i can yeah. can i can i add matthew mcconaughey to mine Oh, yep. well. Yeah, sure. you can. Yep. Sure. I just listened to his book, and I've always loved his movies. But, man, he just is so interesting. Probably not somebody, after listening to his book, I could be around all the time because I feel like he's a go, go, go guy, and I would want to take a nap at some point. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. He, oh, man. He just, he's definitely a man crush of mine. I yep. get it. I also get it. tall and blonde and handsome. Yep. So you got that going for him. I'm very Brown, brunette. predictable. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Rob, who would you uh, pick? I would have to go with somebody funny for sure. Uh, the first people that I thought of uh, was uh, Melissa McCarthy, I think, Ooh. would make me laugh so hard. Oh, that's a great one. Um, I a Tina Fey would be way up there. I think yeah. she is... It's a good one. So, so funny. I read her memoir and she's just, she's just a delight. I, you know what? Yeah, let's say, I'll say Tina Fey. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So, That's great. 
can't oh, man i'm just gonna keep adding people i want to no, add you're thinking oh, about this too much nate this was too... just supposed to be a silly fun game no i yep. know but josh gad is so amazing Oh, he is great. He's That's great. a good one. If it was a friendship thing for me, I definitely would choose Jack Black in oh. The Holiday, for sure. Oh, so sure. good. For sure. And if it was... Oh, Jeffrey, we lost you again. Oh, no. There he is. I said that's a great movie. I, so, I love so, that So, movie. so, so good. Yes. Um, And if it's romantic, I would choose Rachel McAdams from wedding crashers that's what i would choose oh yes oh so we were choosing just the character not the per okay so it's okay noted. next time it's we all do good this, we all can all agree that jeffrey gets the point for that round so good job jeffrey definitely uh, hey, what? thank you <laughs> i i all except right for the ross pick next yeah. question using an existing movie title what would the title be of your biopic in a movie <laughs> Hmm. I thought these would be. Fun. What does that mean exactly? My biopic. Biopic bio is just like the story of your life, right? So like the the uh, Johnny Cash one was oh, uh, walk, walk the line. line, walk hard, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah. Walk hard. Well, no, there sure, was sure. walk the line. That was a actual <laughs> yeah, biopic, and then sure. there was I, walk hard. <laughs> yeah, I I know. God, he was Rob, just being idiot. silly. Just being silly. <laughs> just trying to add some humor. I'm crazy. Hmm. Okay, yeah, y'all are going to have to think about this. There's an order uh, here? Whoever comes up with it, yeah. Why don't you go? Um, or are you not ready? No, I think I could probably choose one uh, about time. Oh, that's a fun one. But probably not in the context that the movie is. More like, oh, about time. You finished something. <laughs> yes! That's <laughs> what I was that. thinking for you. I thought you were going to say Dazed and Confused. Nice! Thanks. That is oh, this should be it. Maybe I should make you guys answer for each other. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> everybody actually... would pick American Beauty for me, and that would be embarrassing. <laughs> and I... um, I uh, yeah, there are a few I would pick for you, Rob. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. I mean, do we have time to? Go There's down the that? <laughs> uh, uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. Um, I feel like I could be that could be my biopic. Oh, <clears> that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Very beautiful. Uh, I would choose what is it? Six feet from stardom. <laughs> oh, the um, what is the the background singer? The doc? background singer doc. Background I think that's what it was doc? called. Yeah, that's, that's right. Great. Oh, that's what God. I choose. Bugs, I can relate somebody. to you so much as the merch man <laughs> on that. Uh, I'm like I'm the guy that everybody famous. is like, hey, you know the band, right? I'm like, well, they're not a band. They don't play instruments. So. <laughs> I feel pretty strongly about it. <laughs> also, that's a that's a line from a D12 song. Um, so I can't nice. take credit for that. Good call. Uh, Jeffrey, do you have one for yourself? Um, you, you actually made me think almost famous. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah, that's a great nice. one. That's a I'm great just, one. I'm just, I'm right there. But I'm not sure I'll ever make it. So I think it's the perfect biopic. Yeah, I love that's that. fantastic. Hey, I will pose you a question is do, do you actually want to make it like i have already made it i am here well, yeah. on this podcast amen i i am that's very a good content, answer that's very that's the secret to life set a low bar i will say days to confused <laughs> would have been the perfect answer yeah days to confused <laughs> is pretty so. great <laughs> i love it nice uh and rob you said american beauty so we're all set there I said extremely loud and incredible. Oh, yeah, that's but right. But American Beauty is good. An even better one. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, and uh, there's two more. We don't even have to do it. I thought this would be sillier than it Yeah, was, let's but, do it. It's fun. Uh, we can make it silly. I'm thinking way too hard about this. You could choose one movie to live in for the next 10 years. So you're oh. in this movie for 10 years. Life outside the movie ceases to exist and then just starts up right again after the 10 years. So like, you don't miss anything. No one knows you're gone. Nothing like that, right? Yeah. Oh, I already know. If you could live yeah. in a movie for 10 years, which movie would you pick? Oof. Yeah. Jeffrey's got it. I know. I For me, it would be Interstellar. Or, oh, or, cool. Or That's any a great of one. those any of those space Ooh. movies where the entire thing is set in space. If nice. I could go to space for 10 years and no one would know I was gone and time didn't move here on Earth, I would... I would go somewhere just... Plus, you could go into bizarre. the black hole then and not yes. worry about, like, your yeah. existence thereafter or anything, you know? You know. Like, yeah. That'd That's be it. great. That's a great answer. That's Look a really good answer. All over it. Love it. Rob, Nate, either of you? I actually would... It's time-related, because the first thing that popped into my head was like, oh, do I choose Back to the Future? It's like, eh, I don't know. Oh. But... Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I... The same thought process that Jeffrey, like Interstellar, popped into my head, but I think I might actually choose Palm Springs. Oh, that's a fun idea. And over and over and over. On that pocket. Well, because you could just, for 10 years, knowing that you're going to come out of it, you could do everything every scenario you ever wanted sure. you could just just choose make you could literally make your best day but knowing there's an end to it would be the I like i wouldn't want to do that forever but knowing there's an end to it i would choose palm springs because i could go back and it'd be like you know what i'm gonna do today Whatever I gosh darn please. Whatever, Whatever I, I want to do. <laughs> but it has to be here in Palm Springs, pretty much. Well, uh, you're not, you're not going to complain about the weather, so. That's true. It's a little dry. A little hot. It's a little hot. It's little a dry, dry heat. It's a dry heat. <laughs> That's true. Um, wow. I just yeah. looked at Palm Springs. I've never seen I couldn't seen think of any good ones. Oh, Palm um, Springs is great, Jeffrey. You should it definitely is. watch that. Check it out. It's 95% really, really on Rotten Tomatoes. It's great. Holy cow. So it's fantastic. I, I was thinking more like, um, could I get, like if I was in like a superhero movie, could I get some of those powers or am I still just me watching oh, superheroes do good Absolutely. stuff? Then I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick yeah. like something fun. Um, like, uh, What's a fun superhero one? I'll pick one of the Spider-Man ones. Oh, okay. Um, you would pick Spider-Man? I'd pick one. Yeah, I want to do all those fun tricks going through the New York. Now, that's kind timeline. of an intense existence, though, don't you think? Well, I'm, I'm, I was trying guys. to think of more fun ones. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, Avengers Endgame is like, that's yeah, a bummer. Yeah, I'm more that of an specifically would be rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to think of more funny superhero ones and like maybe yeah. mystery men or something like that that's oh, more lighthearted. Such that's kind of fun <laughs> but they have kind of kind yeah, of they have kind of poopy great powers. powers yeah literally like one, one guy's guy, face yes, paul rubens <laughs> right. he really has the poopy powers yes <laughs> uh, what, what did you think of bukes uh i was trying to think of something very i would want it to be very upbeat and very silly um and i was kind of actually thinking uh, either if you went animated, I thought Wreck-It Ralph would be really interesting Ooh, and fun. Oh, that is interesting, yeah. I thought that would be neat. And then uh, if you didn't go animated, uh, oh, shoot, I just had it. It just left my brain. Oh, I, I know the answer. I might pick Richie Rich 
because Ooh. he's loaded and he gets to have tons of fun and that seems like you but could he has go no anywhere. Friends. He makes friends and listen, I would still be there and I am a delight. So finding friends would not be a huge <laughs> issue for me. That's a good point. <laughs> Which one did you think I was going to say, Nate? Did you have one in your brain? Um, no, well, that's okay if you did. No, I I, mean, I don't know why. I just went super dark. I was like, oh, Bugs would be in Game of Thrones or something. Oh, like. God. <laughs> I think I would choose On the Road or The Road. <laughs> the Road, just The, the road. road. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. And I changed my answer. <laughs> I would go back to Tommy Boy so I could hang out with Chris Farley every day for 10 years. That's, that's a great pick as well. And his dad. Who was super fun. Brian Dennehy, yep. All right, guys. And the last one, and we don't have to do this if, if you guys don't want to, but I thought it was super fun. What movie title, existing movie title, best describes your sex life? A blazing Saddles. <laughs> blazing Saddles. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, no, there's, there's various ointments for that sort of thing. <laughs> river runs through it. I mean, we Ouchie, can just keep going. What is happening? <laughs> That was great. That. Nice. I love it so much. Oh, man. <sighs> I guess I could give it really. Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> I like Interstellar. this game. I think mine would be Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mine would be Inner Mediocre, probably. Hey. No. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I'd pick Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Big short. <laughs> the big short. Well, that was a fantastic ending round. Nice work, everybody. I, I was going to go with about Sorry. time again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you guys, thanks for playing this fun, silly little game. I'm uh, just getting warmed up now. I'm ready for some more. <laughs> well, Jeffrey, you can, you can use that forward momentum. You'll get to pick the order of the draft that we're going to do. Uh, for the Patreon-only podcast and chill portion. Uh, but until then, I think we should say goodbye to our regular listeners, and let's do those plugs again for you guys. So at uh, Nathan Rhodes on all the various social medias, uh, check out The Dumpster Fire, which is going to be coming out soon, an album of all uh, original music that's going to come out, uh, and it's going to be super great. I can't wait to hear it myself. Uh, so check that out and listen for how you can support them and our good friend here. Thanks for coming on, buddy. It's always a pleasure. You're a good man. Always a pleasure. Nice. Uh, and Jeffrey East, at Jeffrey East on all the various social medias, except at Jeffrey Joseph East if you're on the Instagram. Uh, Area 83 is uh, your new side project, which is going to be super cool. Can't wait to hear that. And on April 16th, the release of People with Home Free. Make sure to check that yeah. out. And there's a full-length record and just tons of great stuff coming down the pipe. So uh, stay yeah. tuned, guys. And give him a follow on Twitter because he puts up little snippets of his songs. And on TikTok, you always have your songs. And it's so, so good. That one that you just put out this week was so great. I don't remember the title. Forgive me. I don't either. It was so delightful. So (laughs) check it out. It's a blast. So make sure to support both those guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We appreciate it a ton. That was a blast. Yeah, it was fun talking about the 30th anniversary of What About Bob? I'm Rob Lundquist. I'm Bukes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until we talk to you next time, enjoy the great indoors. The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. We wouldn't know because we're so happy inside. 
Some people row a boat or put on some skis. But we would rather sit on down and talk some movies. We're the Avid Endorsement. Come listen to our show. We're the Avid Endorsement. At home or on the go. We're the Avid Endorsement. We hope you love it so. So come on in and stay a while. We'll do our best to make you smile. We're the Avid Endorsement. 